so yeah we, we tried to do some small research about you and we found out that you're more of a real life person than a social media person so we would love to hear from you directly mm-hmm. Um, could you tell us about yourself? Um, okay. I, like I said, my, I'm bio, my bio, I'm a girl from Edo State. Right now, I just signed out of uni, of the University of Ibadan. Um, I majored in sociology. What else? I'm pretty, I think I'm pretty creative. I'm very creative, very imaginative, um, and I've been writing, I think, very all my life. But I just started, you know, publishing it or talking about it very recently. Um, I'm the first of three children. I have two brothers that, that are the life of my life. I have two brothers. And um, what else? I think that's it too. So, that I can think of, except you have a specific question. No, no, you you answer the question properly. Okay. But to to buttress on that, um, who do you imagine Amy K to be? You know, if you if you were like given a um, the powers to review yourself, what would you term Amy K as? Or who would you say she is? Childhood days influence 
this version of MEK? How did it affect who you are today? Younger brothers. 
So, mm-hmm. how did um, you feel growing up? You know, you know. I think the the first child has a lot of responsibility to like teach, and I don't really know much because I'm not I'm not a first child. So, <laughs> but the first child has the responsibility to teach and like take the younger ones through a process. And so, how did what role did all of this play in your self-actualization, in your development as a person? or somewhere you just uh, dump all your worries all your thoughts all your feelings or is this do you just fall into a trance and just keep writing <laughs> Sometimes I guess it can seem like a trance where I'm just 
writing. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just in that space. Yeah, so. Other times I can get, <laughs> other times I can get very intentional. I don't know if I go to writing to express myself. Um, uh, I find it sometimes easier to write than to talk. If that makes sense. So I guess, yeah. I do express it's writing sometimes seems like an easier way to express myself. So I would go with that. Okay. So so for mm-hmm. your your story, um the Egusi base <laughs> the name was <laughs> but apart from the name, the story was it more of intentional writing or it was kind of you entered into a trance? No. Because it took me more than a month to write before I submitted. There was drafts and drafts because I wanted to make sure that what I wanted it to be as honest as possible, as relatable as possible. I also didn't want to overplay some things. I think one of the edits um he sent later on was how I had overused some Nigerian phrases. Um but at that point, I wasn't really sure what to do. I tried to eliminate some things, but it took me a while. It went through a lot of people, a lot of creative people. So it was a very intentional piece. I think there's not a line there that did not mean something that I didn't think over. So it wasn't a chance. That's, that's, that's nice. So how was the, the process from... Because it, it talks about uh, you know someone who has a lot of weight, right? And it's trying to get that down and then it also talks about the African parents uh, influence in our lives and how it affects you know the, the Nigerian child's actions so both of those things what, what how did the, how did it come from from the idea process or to the final completion or when you were writing it, did you ever at one point feel like, oh my God, my parents might see this and feel like I'm talking about them? No. <laughs> um, for the writing process, yeah. when I was writing Gucci Base, I actually just really wanted to delve into uh, eating disorders. Oh, I see. To be honest. So I think it was... I was hinting at, I didn't want to say anything too much that, oh, she has, I wanted to, that conversation just before, um, that conversation where you have, you start to think, that, sorry, that just before the conversation where you start to think this might be a problem and you're just looking for where to spell it out. So I wanted to talk about that, that, that important moment when the person just really realizes that, you know, this might be a problem more. Maybe I should talk about how this oil makes me feel, you know. But I also wanted to downplay it a bit because I think sometimes when you have, when you are a Nigerian in a Nigerian space with all the challenges we face, we tend to downplay the things that that are really causing us trouble because we're like, it's, it's well just increased in price. Do I really see oil that's really my problem? Or there was just a bombing, you know. So, um, with the Egusi base, um, my emphasis was not too much. I'm sorry, I'm trying to make sure that I'm not saying the wrong thing. No, you're fine. You just this is a free space. Yeah. So, 
I'm trying. I'm trying to make sure that my words are correct because I don't want to give a wrong idea. I wasn't. I wasn't too much thinking of the parents mm. as I was thinking about the person. So the parents were there. That's why it's, I gave no person. You can't say for sure that this is what the parents were going to do. If you followed the three, the three, um, the three scenarios she played out, they sounded many times like three different people. If you if you look at it, one was you know dramatic, one was pretty calm. But I wanted to make sure that it, at the same time it just sounded very like something I think I'm parents to do. So it was the child that was just pretty much overplaying. Yeah. yeah. So my emphasis was really on the child, you know, and how free she felt to speak. So yeah, I guess that's it. The second question, I'm sorry, I missed it. I can't remember what it is. Um, or did you ever feel while writing it that you know your own parents would feel like you're, you're referring to them because the reason why I say that is because um, from the start right she she goes into a process of how her friend is free willed right and able to give out her own opinion and when you grow up in a kind of condition you know it's it's what makes you free willed or not if from a very young age you were free to say your mind and without any huge repercussion uh you would you would keep that habit over time even in places where you'd be you know punished for it but if right from a young age you, you weren't going through um you weren't allowed to say that much you know anytime you say something it's like oh no you know that kind of thing you develop a habit of not speaking your mind so in a way apart from the i understand that your focus is i'm just saying this to um reply to your previous statement i understand that your focus is on the the child but in a way you could say the parents action over time informed the child or made the child who she was so but then back to the question uh did you ever feel like your parents would read it and go oh she's referring to us indirectly because there's this thing about writers you say a part of us actually enters into our work no matter even if we are talking about something totally unrelated right mm-hmm. do you agree mm-hmm. with that i do i do so i do my parents yeah you know i really sense that i, I wasn't really thinking of my parents reaction oh. i didn't think of the consequence of it until i was until i received that email mm. um that i was long listed you know, so I did. I, that's when I started thinking, oh my God, what did I send with my mom? I didn't really say, I just sent it at that time to be like, I've written something, you know, or we'll just send it in. As to my friend's reaction, I don't, I think, I don't know if they've even read it. <laughs> they just, my friends are not very um, literary. They don't, they don't really enjoy literature. I told them about it, you 
you know, I even sent the article, I sent the picture of um, when they showed that I won, and I sent it to my mom so that she see the, she would see the headline. She was like, oh, nice picture. I'm like, mom, read what is on the picture. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I know, I don't even know if they read it, but if they read it and they have questions, they should just ask me. I think I've reached the age where I can answer. I can answer some questions. They should just ask me. So, um, um, what have you learned and experienced for yourself in your writing journey so far? Is this, before you answer the question, is this the first time you mm-hmm. put your writing, like, a short story out there? A or... short story, yes. Oh. Before, I put out poetry. Oh, yeah. I put out more poetry than short stories. Mm. So... So what have you learned in you know, putting out poetry and experience for yourself? And what kind of reception have you gotten that made you go, oh, this works, I could actually really do this? What I've learned, um, I want to make sure I've got, I get the question. Is it what I've learned while writing or what I've learned writing and submitting it? No, what you've learned and experienced while writing. should probably keep it mm. because I used to before just you know write something and be like oh what's this rubbish and trick I think I have, I have so many drafts some of them right from two years ago or last year that I still have but now I think I am older wiser I don't know more experienced to realize that you know you can make something out of this once it has come out of it as a writer, you should probably keep it. It doesn't need to sound great at the first point. You know, keep working and keep thinking about it. You know, sometimes I think when we write, especially if we're very invested in this particular piece we're writing, I maybe just me. I start. I might start seeing it in my dreams. Like before I sleep, I'm thinking about it. As I'm waking up, I'm thinking about it. What to do? What to do about it? So I think what I've learned is. Just keep at it. It doesn't need to sound good first time. Just keep writing. Okay. So, um, mm-hmm. from the the way you speak about writing, like you're thinking about it every time, should I assume that it's, mm-hmm. you know, you're part of your dreams and aspirations to be a great writer in the long run? You know, I just started thinking about that. I would love, I would love that. I, would, I think I would always just write by myself, even if no one was reading it, I would always write. Um, but at the same time, I'd like to be a little realistic. Sometimes I think writing is a lot like you hit it big. You know, it's like act, like when someone is just looking for that um, acting, that acting gig that would just make them you know big but as much as I'd like a career in writing I'm also really pursuing pursuing other things you know so so that it's it's Nigeria nobody you can't really say I'm a writer and expect an applause yeah true Mm -hmm. so I'm 
pursuing other things, but that incorporates that creativity or that would make me write, even if it's just a little. So, um, what what other uh, focuses do you have apart from writing? You know, what I, like what other thing? Because, like you said, it's Nigeria, and you have to, um, you know, probably uh-huh. quite in the thoughts of thinking yourself to pursue a career in writing. But what other sorts of um, directions are you taking over time mm. or do you plan I'm to take thinking... oh, go on I'm sorry no what other directions you are plan. you taking or do you plan to take okay um, right now I'm, I'm thinking a lot about a career in human resource administration you know, anything that would make me a little more um, in control <laughs> of something. So, administration, maybe maybe a tech skill. I'm thinking of a skill. I don't want to jinx it. I don't want to talk about it too much. But a tech, I'm trying to learn a tech skill right now. But for now, I would just say anything in administration sounds good. Okay, that's, that's good. <laughs> so, um, do you hold an outlook on life that sets you apart from others? You know, we all have that hero mentality to think ourselves like uh, on this every time on the spotlight and so on and so forth. But do you have this particular thing that makes you feel that okay, I'm different? You know, I'm different. Hmm. I just hmm. this last period of my life, pretty recently I've had a little bit of a is it, should I say it's almost a revolution it's revolution <laughs> my life has changed a little drastically in my mindset so right now, am I allowed I'm, not that I'm, am I allowed I'm just, I've had a, a recent journey with, with God that has pretty much changed my life so if there's anything that makes me different right now, is how much he is opening up, opening me up to myself and showing me things I didn't realize I could do, I had, things I didn't know I had to unlearn. And I think he's just showing me things that are just me. I didn't realize, I don't want to get too preachy, but anyway, I think right now, the thing that makes me very different has to be... Um, how God is showing me that I can be totally myself, you know, and totally special. I don't know, my relationship with God, let's say that. I don't want to be too preachy. But I'd like to hear more about what you mean by your life-changing uh, moment with God or how it affected I, I, I had a, I had a lot of... Um, issues at some point in my life and I had just this moment with God where I believe and I don't have to explain to people that he stripped me open he just literally stripped me and I'm a writer and so I know how to manipulate words so I don't like to be I don't like my words to be taken from me so 
after. But what he did for me in that moment, it was such a humbling moment, was to remove everything I could possibly say. And then I just kept screaming three words. I tried to say more, but it was like, it was what my soul was really saying. And the only thing he was saying was very simple, like, Lord, you know, I'm tired. I don't know what to do. I'm so sorry. And it was like, that was, I tried to say more. But it was in that moment, it just, it changed my life. I don't know how to, it changed, changed my life. And it made me lighter, made me happier, made me kinder, more affectionate. It honestly made me even more feminine. You know, it just, it changed my life. That's it. It just changed my life. That's wonderful to me. Yeah. Funny enough, I during the part of our research, uh, part of the, the the things we noted was that you you talk about God, and I was moving towards asking you a question of how you relate him, or you relate to him, and how he has affected your person. But you seem to have already explained in a way relating it to your life changing moment but if you if there's more to say on the subject you're free I'm just I'm just grateful I think I think one of the reasons to be honest why I'm even more open to show what I write is because I'm now more accepting of how I write my style of writing, how how I write is unique to me, you know, because I used to have, there were so many doubts. My It's so it's so funny that you can be so humbled and yet come out so confident. You know, I'm just, I'm humbled. And at the same time, I'm just a little more aware of who I am, you know, of what I'm capable of. I'm just, you know, I think that's it. He's been good to me, so. Okay, that's that's good to know. So, um, what struggles have you gone through in life that strengthened or brought you down, or did they strengthen or bring you down? Each of the, it's it's a question. We also asked the other, um, um, winner. So it's like a rite of passage right now. <laughs> <laughs> Struggles. I've had a couple. I've had a couple. Um, uh, let's see. I want to see a safe struggle that I can talk about. Of course, of course. <laughs> um, there's always the next struggle <laughs> of just being just being here um there was okay i guess the struggle of growing into myself um not i didn't really it's not imposter syndrome very frustrated very like what what am i doing here kind of thing i think i'm a lot more purposeful but when i was younger i think a major struggle was what am i doing here you know i think we've all had that that struggle you know, so, so why better now or more purposeful, I guess. 
So what do, what do you feel is your purpose now? Right now, I've not figured it out fully. What I, I know is that I'm living every day as best mm-hmm. as I can. I'm living every day thinking to myself, okay, today, how can I live out God's purpose for my life today? What am I learning about God and myself today? And I think at some point it will just, you know, it will just all reveal itself. But a big purpose that I know now from what I've learned so far is that I am I am meant to be a giver. A giver of what? I'm not sure. I hope it's finance. But like I'm meant to be a giver because my heart is really big. I didn't know it was this big, so I think I'm meant to be a giver of something. Of what I don't know. Okay, that's that's good to know. Mm-hmm. Uh, our next question is meant to be tell us about a life changing moment. For... <laughs> I have. Yes, you have. You have answered. Um. So this will be the last question before I say some additional things, but. What would you like to pass on to others who you 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 would want to be inspired by you? Thank <laughs> you. 